Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Coming up on Squats and Margaritas. When I eventually found out the truth about my food, looking into the actual ingredients and reading what these ingredients were and why they were put into food, then I made a decision. I didn't want to be part of that experiment anymore. And I started to eat real food, real whole food that I would get from the farmer's market or the grocery store. And I would make my food myself. I stopped outsourcing my food to the fast food corporations and restaurants and started to take back that control. And when I did that, everything changed. I went off all nine prescription drugs. I started to feel better than I've ever felt before. I started to be able to like stay the same weight and not gain any weight, not lose any weight. And it was just this beautiful thing. And everybody around me just couldn't believe the transformation and the changes. And Erin, the reason I still do what I do after 12 years of doing this is because of the fact that there are so many people I see today that are walking around like I used to walk around Mm -hmm. and I want them to wake up. Welcome to Squats and Margaritas. I'm Erin Washington, a mom of two trying to balance all the things. I'm a mompreneur, a former college athlete, and a woman that struggled for 20 years with body image, multiple eating disorders, and having no self-worth. I talk to strong, vulnerable, and authentic women and share conversations for other women to feel seen and less alone. If you are looking for tips on how to level up, balance all the things, or just listen and learn from strong, powerful women, you found the right place. This is Squats and Margaritas. Hey, senorita, really nice to meet you. Have some tequila and say, This week on Squats and Margaritas, it's the food babe herself, Vani Hari. She's a revolutionary food activist, a New York Times bestselling author, co-founder of the organic food brand True Vani, and was named one of the most influential people on the internet by Time Magazine. Vani started foodbabe.com to spread information about what is really in the American food supply. She teaches people how to make the right purchasing decisions at the grocery store, how to live an organic lifestyle, and how to travel healthfully around the world. I need her in my life. I know macros. I don't look at the ingredients, and I'm going to have to come clean and tell her. Um, She has a new book coming out, Food Babe Family, where she's got recipes and just tips and tricks for raising kids who eat healthy foods. I have two. They don't do that. Please do me a favor and hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this episode. And please leave me a review for Squats and Margaritas on Apple Podcasts. Here is my episode with the food babe, Vani Hari. How are you, Erin? I'm so good. You're here. I got the food babe. I'm doing great. (laughs) I need you. I need you in my life. I feel like moms are usually the ones buying the groceries, um, making the decisions at restaurants. And you look at what's quick. 
You look at, you know, what's cheaper, what's BOGO, <laughs> like the BOGO strawberries. When I walk in, that's what gets my attention. And I need to be better about looking at ingredients. I want you to know that this is not going to be a conversation. Like I've listened to you on other podcasts where you're both very well-versed in ingredients and what to be looking out for. I know macros. I know like nutrition. I don't know ingredients. I don't look at ingredients and I need to be better. Um, I want to start before we get into all of that with your story. And you would think like looking at you now, you've always been this like healthfully conscious woman, but you were not always that way. And that came as a result of living an American lifestyle and eating an American diet. Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up with two immigrant Indian parents. And when they came here to the United States, my dad had an arranged marriage to my mom. And he said, if you're going to live in America with me, we got to eat like Americans. And the first thing he introduced my mom to was a McDonald's hamburger. And my mom had never had beef in her life, meat in her life for that, for that matter, because in India, they were vegetarian. And, and so it was like a big shock to her system. And she quickly realized that that wasn't the way for her. And so she just started to cook all of her old Indian staples like every single day. But the problem is, is my older brother, um, who was very influenced by his surroundings. And then I was very influenced by him. He hated Indian food growing up. And so he thought it was gross and it looked funny and it smelled funny and was like, I want to eat what everybody else is eating at school. So I was like, okay, well, I need to eat everything that everybody's eating at school too. And my mom didn't have those like old school from scratch recipes ready. So she relied on Betty Crocker and Hamburger Helper and the Salisbury steak that you put in the microwave. And so, I, and then my dad who loved the fact that fast food was so cheap and free sometimes, like I just remember coloring to get free breakfast on father's day and mother's day at McDonald's, like, um, just the fact that it was so cheap, he loved getting it for us. And they knew nothing about nutrition. They had no idea about the ingredients in this food and what it could do to your body. And, you know, me and my brother had a lot of health issues growing up. We had eczema, we had asthma. We were always in and out of the doctor's office sick all the time on like, I would say a course of antibiotics four or five or six times a year for us doses of steroids just to control our allergies and our eczema and our asthma. I mean, I was on three different medications just to control my asthma and your appendix ruptured, right? (laughs) Yes. That happened too later in my twenties, right? My early twenties. And it was, uh, you know, I was on nine prescription drugs at one point in my life and Mm. it wasn't until my appendix came out that I started to look into what I was actually eating. And back then they told you, you know, you don't need your appendix. It's just an extra organ. You know, why would God give you this organ? Right? Like, gosh, you just don't need it. Right. But there is a purpose for everything in your body. And actually an appendix populates your gut with good bacteria. And when you're eating a lot of high inflammatory foods like fast food and chemicals that were invented to just improve the bottom line of the food industry and not improve your health, you start to, it it starts to impact your body negatively. And that's what happened to me. And so my appendix became inflamed. I had to get it removed and, um, and it just didn't seem right that I would have to go through this like serious surgery at such a young age. And so I started to research everything that I was eating why I was eating it, 
Um, I started to go on these bad diets to try to lose the weight that I had gained that led me into the hospital. And, you know, one of the first diets that I encountered was Weight Watchers. And it was like, you know, this point system. And it just made sense because I could eat anything I wanted as long as I followed the points. And I just remember sitting next to my cube mate and she, you know, my boss would always have these big containers of candy. And one day she had this big container of red vines. And she said to me, she goes, Bonnie, red vines are only one point. Go eat them. And she didn't even bother to look at the ingredients. No. Well, you look at the ingredients in red vines. Now they've made a natural version because I've told this story so many times. They make a natural version now. And they actually sent me an email and were like, Bonnie, you'd be so happy. We'll make a natural version now. But like they had, you know, all these artificial flavors and artificial dyes in it. And it's made with corn syrup, all of the stuff. And and it's not stuff that you would want to put in your body, especially when you're on diet or wanting to feel better, right? So you know, that kind of diet culture, I found out really quickly wasn't going to work uh, long term. And when I eventually found out the truth about my food, looking into actual ingredients and reading what these ingredients were and why they were created and why they're put into food, then I made a decision. I didn't want to be part of that experiment anymore. And I started to eat real food, real whole food that I would get from the farmer's market or the grocery store. And I would make my food myself. I stopped outsourcing my food to the fast food corporations and restaurants and started to take back that control. And when I did that, everything changed. I went off all nine prescription drugs. I started to feel better than I've ever felt before. I started to be able to like stay the same weight and not gain any weight, not lose any weight, like just be like, like just be maintain it exactly where I'm supposed to be, you know, for my body type. And it was just this beautiful thing. And everybody around me just couldn't believe the transformation and the changes. And when they looked at me, they just like, were like, what are you doing? I want a piece of that. I was like the first one to teach my friends about, you know, green juicing and, and green smoothies and like all of that kind of stuff. And I, I happened to find this information out just by doing old school research. And so I just checked out these giant books on nutrition and, and these, these alternative guides on on health. And I realized there's like this whole nother realm out there of people of society. That's kind of like saying like no to this food system and choosing something themselves. And when I said no to the current food system and said yes to myself, that's when everything started to change. That's when I started my blog, foodbabe.com. And I started it just for fun. And it wasn't until I uh, started writing about the ways that I had been duped that the food industry started to pay attention. And Mm -hmm. one of the first companies that I wrote about was Chipotle. Oh, I don't even know that one. I always get like, you're going to say Chick-fil-A. Okay. Yeah. I don't know about Chipotle. (laughs) Yes. So back, back long time ago when Chipotle (laughs) was getting really popular, everybody was like, oh, it's the healthy Mexican. Right. Yeah. And they had this tagline food with integrity. It was beautiful. And when I called them or emailed them and asked for the ingredients in their food, they wouldn't tell you. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. You're saying your food's with integrity, but you're not telling me what's in it. Like, this is crazy, right? Right. So then I just decided, you know, I'm going to go put my boots on and I'm going to go march down the street to the local Chipotle and I'm going to see what I can find out. And I convinced one of the managers behind the scenes to show me the packages and the boxes of stuff that they were getting shipped there and the ingredients in those products. Mm -hmm. So I took pictures. I talked about it on my blog. And the blog went viral 
yeah. a petition was started and then the marketing director for Chipotle calls me, Chris Arnold, and is like, Bonnie, stand down. (laughs) And I'm like, well, hey, like you say your foods with integrity, but I'm finding out that you're using GMOs, you're using all of these inflammatory oils, there's all of these preservatives in your food, stuff that other fast food chains use too. So like what makes yours better? And so, and a lot of it was better, but a lot of it wasn't too. So they decided, which was the coolest thing ever, they decided not only to release their ingredients and tell us what's in their food, but they decided to be the first fast food chain to go GMO free besides Mm -hmm. their Coca-Cola products that they still sell, which is just bullshit. But anyway, (laughs) anyway, Bonnie, oh my, how satisfying. It was amazing, right? It was amazing. And, you know, this was all while I was still working in the corporate world, like being a banking consultant. And so I figured out how to actually be the unconventional person in my office environment and traveling on the road, you know, to a different office in different locations and things like that, taking my food with me, packing it up, taking it in a to-go cooler, doing all of that so that I could stay, you know, somewhat regimented about being as close to real food as possible. Because every time you go out to eat, you're being exposed to all sorts of chemicals that you normally wouldn't cook with at home. That is one of the things that got me into the situation that I was in where I felt like a zombie most of my life. I literally felt like half my brain was working. And I think because of good genes and genetics, I got through school okay. But like, imagine if my brain was actually 100% on like it is now. I mean, the fact that I've been able to change the food industry is because of my health. It's because I've been taking care of myself and my brain's actually working. Yeah. You were eating dead foods. Talk about that book that kind of changed everything for you. Yeah. So there's this book called Conscious Eating by Gabriel Cousins, and it's a really hardcore nutritional book. There is this concept in there that just, you know, hit my head so hard. (laughs) Like it was just, it, it just was like, oh, this is exactly what's been happening most of my life. That the majority of foods that are in the middle of the grocery store, actually 80 to 90% of the grocery store foods are dead. They're dead packaged processed foods. They're like literally dead food that's preserved with chemicals to sit on a a shelf. It's Mm -hmm. like, and that's how I felt for most of my life, dead. Exactly. No, it paints a picture. Exactly. You're like, you're a zombie because you're, mm-hmm. you're not fully awake and alive. And you, you probably don't know what it feels to feel that way. Cause you don't have anything to compare it to because your whole life right. you felt like that. And you're right. Like, and this I is felt my normal. Aaron, the reason I still do what I do after 12 years of doing this is because of the fact that there are so many people I see today that are walking around. Like I used to walk around mm-hmm. and I want them to wake up. Like I 100%. want them to wake up so bad. And the only way I know how to like get people to wake up is to teach them about ingredients and share what I've learned about ingredients and and share my story about what I'm doing. And, and now that I have children, which you do too, which is, you know, to become a mom, um, has strengthened my why so much because I am constantly inundated with these situations where I have to explain to my six-year-old what's going on with the food system and why the certain food is something that I wouldn't purchase and wouldn't buy and why I wouldn't eat it. I have a mission to teach moms and other parents. Like I want to teach them in a way that like they understand what a important responsibility they have 
right now because we are in a situation where there's so much information available on the internet Mm -hmm. and we are in an awareness factor where there's organic food everywhere now it's available at walmart and at costco and like the 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 really good brands are exploding all over the place and we're in a situation where we have the opportunity now that we can actually teach our children the truth about the food industry and the ingredients. And they can literally be like the missionaries that go on and create the world that we want to live in. And whereas like, I didn't have that opportunity as a child. Like my parents didn't know anything. They know Jack squat about any nutrition or even had the knowledge to teach me or like anything. I mean, my mom knew that Cheetos were bad for you, right? Like you probably shouldn't eat Cheetos for dinner. Cause I remember I was eating them one day at dinner time. And she said something like those were going to make you fat or so. she said something awful yeah. about them. And it's always like, about oh, like the weight gain, Cheetos not again. the ingredients. Yeah. That's right. how I grew. It was like, yeah. Oh, that'll make you fat, but not right. what like right. the poison that you're feeding yourself. Right. And, right. and like, you don't have to worry about weight and how you look anymore if you just eat the right nutrition. And so that's what's so beautiful about this way of life. And I'm watching these debates happen between like the vegans and the meat eaters and the da 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 da. And they say, I feel better and I feel better too doing this way. And this is the right way. And that's the right way. Well, you both, uh, both of them pretty much are removing all of processed foods, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, of course, both camps are going to feel great. And of course, yeah. that's their reality and their truth, right? And that's why I believe that, like, if you just learn about ingredients and real food and you eat the majority of your diet as real food, everything else will work out. Like eventually you can make little tweaks and what works for your body and what you feel better on and you can get real granular, but it's really as simple as just real food. More squats and margaritas in a moment. Now this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now back to squats and margaritas. I'm just thinking of what are the like hindrances to eating real food and the people that you're picturing around that are walking around like zombies, their, their budget. It's like, like you said, fast food is just, obviously it's quicker. It's convenient. It's cheaper. Um, moms, like a lot of moms listen to the show and I'm just going to be honest. My kids eat ego 
pancakes and waffles in the morning. And I'm always so proud of them because they can get up and do it themselves. It's easier. It's quicker. It doesn't have all the prep. And I hear you and what you're saying. And I want like every woman to feel, cause I eat really good. I need to focus more on my kids. Like if they push back on me, I'm kind of just like, just it's fine. And it's not horrible, but I don't even know what I'm looking at to even say it's not horrible. Like I, if I, okay, like I got a picture, I got to get a picture. I go waffle pancakes. It's white right flour, now. white flour. And it's basically sugar. Correct. Okay. I got to fix it right now. Please fix it. You can still do it themselves, but I'm going to tell you what to do instead. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's why you're here. Everyone get a pen. So I want you to, you know, I I don't know if you have Food Babe Kitchen, my first book. My second book, Food Babe Family, is about to come out. I know. And and it's got a ton of pancake and waffle recipes because kids love them, right? And you take any of those recipes and Mm -hmm. you batch make them on a Sunday when you have the time, right? When your kids are there, they can help you too, because they love making waffles and pancakes. Like my kids love stirring crap, like making a big powder, ridiculous flour (laughs) mess in the, you know, whatever it's Sunday, you'll be able to clean it up hopefully. So, you know, make a big batch, freeze them. And what the way I freeze them is I take a little piece of parchment paper and I just put it between each pancake or each waffle, right? And I stick them in the freezer. They still can take them out, pop right. them in the toaster, do the whole thing, right? It's just not ego, right? That's it's fair. not ego. It's not factory made with white flour, white sugar, and probably some natural flavors that trick their brain into remembering that flavor. So that's the only ego waffle they'll ever want to eat, right? It's like it's their their entire brain is getting hijacked yes. by that flavor, whereas they're not going to get hijacked if you make it from scratch and make it at home. And there's some great mixes out there, too. If you don't even want to make the flour and the baking soda and the baking powder and like do that thing, there's some great mixes out there that you can still make stuff from scratch that I use. Um, Arrowwood makes a great buttermilk pancake mix, a buckwheat arrowwood makes a buckwheat one, which is like half buckwheat, half whole wheat. So you don't even taste the buckwheat. Yeah. It's a little bit, it's not as white, you know, so the kids are going to notice that, but like, I always like mash a banana in there to make it a little sweeter, you know, and in a, I, sometimes I add an egg if it doesn't have the egg in the, in the pancake recipe. I don't know something about eggs and pancakes. I think they taste really good. And so like, and it has the protein. So it's like, you know, it's, you can like make it your own, right. Yes. And you can, you can experiment, but like make a big batch of that and have yes. that in your freezer versus the egg. Yeah. Cause then it's not the ease of like in the convenience that they can do it themselves. They can still do it themselves, but it just takes some effort on my part. I feel yeah. obligated to share the only healthy recipe that I have that is so easy. And we have it at least two times a week, banana pancakes. And my kids are like, oh my gosh, pancakes. The ingredients are banana and egg. And that is oh it. Gosh. You do two eggs to one banana and you uh, whisk it until it's frothy. And what I used to do was pour it on the um, pan and just flip them. So that takes a little bit longer. Obviously you're waiting for it to bubble. What I do now is I call it banana cake, same recipe, banana and eggs, wait till it's frothy. And I bake it in a round pan for 30 minutes so I can go and get shit done for 30 minutes. And then I take a pizza cutter and give them just like triangles and they think it is the biggest treat and it is eggs and bananas. There is nothing else added. It's actually delicious. I found it on like a fitness website for like a quick <laughs> before workout or after workout, but my kids love it. They eat it. It's healthy. There's two ingredients and they feel like it's a treat. So I'm like, yeah. does anybody want banana cake? And they're like, yeah, eggs and bananas. You can freeze that eggs. too, right? I can so, freeze that. 
totally. and be like, go warm yourself up some yeah. banana cake. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what we need. Food babe family. I know it comes out in October, more than a hundred recipes and foolproof strategies to help your kids fall in love with real food. And I've learned just from listening to you, they're used to the white flour and that's all they know. And because I haven't, I mean, we do, is Dave's killer bread. All right. We do Dave's. Yeah, well, I, I love it. You know, Me too. <laughs> some, you know, if you want to be like completely granular and nitty gritty on it, like okay. they use canola oil, but like, it's, you know, it's one, like if you're doing really well at home and you buy in Dave's killer bread, go for it. Right. Well, they'll go eat it. it. It's got yeah. a little bit of a sweetness to it. The, the one that yeah, I read in the yellow package, it. Yeah. but they'll eat that because it's a little bit sweet versus just a white, but you're right. If you don't introduce them to enough things earlier on, they just have a taste for that. And they're not going to open up to it. You told your daughter when she was what, two, that candy bars were yucky yes, <laughs> and it yes. was ingrained that she's like, no yucky. And now I, I, I heard you on a podcast telling a story about when the ice cream truck came to her school and she made a decision for herself. So, so, um, so I, we got an email from the headmaster at school and the email was, Hey, we're going to have ice cream day on one of the last days of school. And we just want to let you guys know. And so like two nanoseconds, I'm replying back <laughs> and I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm happy to provide some popsicles, ice cream, whatever for that day. Let me know I'm on it. And she writes back immediately and she goes, no, we got it covered. And, you know, fast forward to ice cream day, I'm dropping off Harley at, you know, at school and the headmaster always greets us when we drop off our kids. And I, I rolled down the window and I was like, so what do you guys have planned today? You know, what's going on? They're like, oh, the ice cream truck's coming. And I'm like, oh, you know, so when my, my daughter got home from school that day, I just couldn't wait, you know, to hear what she had to say. And she just was so excited. And she was like, she ran to me and she goes, mom, I picked the best option. I just want to let you know. I go, well, what do you mean by the best option? And she says, well, there are a lot of like really bright colored options and popsicles in this like SpongeBob looking thing and like all of this, but I chose the ice cream sandwich. And I was like, oh really? And I'm like, was it good? She's like, it was so good. But I just want you to know, you know, out of all the options, I think I chose the best one because it didn't have artificial dyes. And I'm like, yeah. well, I'm just really happy to hear that you thought about it. That's awesome. And I tried to like contain my emotion, but like, <laughs> you did after a cartwheel. She was done yeah, I did a cartwheel <laughs> in my head. And, and so I tried to contain it. Cause I just don't want her to, like, I want her to be a kid and I want her to be like yes. normal. And I don't want her to like, you know, like obsess about ingredients or food or anything like that. I want her to just make the best decisions for her body. And so like, Immediately I go and do something crazy, which is I go to the internet and I Google what's in a typical ice cream sandwich. Mm -hmm. And I am horrified and I'm like so upset to find out that a typical ice cream sandwich has like two or three different co color dyes because they're adding a dye to the chocolate layer on the outside, caramel coloring level four, which is a, considered a carcinogen. They're using... Ugh. And to, to flavor, I mean, to, to dye the ice cream inside is like titanium dioxide, an ingredient that they're banning in Europe. And it's like, I'm just like losing my mind. Like even someone who's like on the outside aesthetics, like a six-year-old trying to critically think about the best decision cannot make a good decision because that's how Yes. Food up. Yeah. The food system. <laughs> Let it <in>. out. <laughs> and, and it's just like, it just made me so mad. And of course I didn't have the heart to tell her the truth. Eventually yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I will tell her if we're in the situation again, where she tries to choose that, I might say, Hey, guess what? I found out blah, 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 and give her the information and still let her make the decision. But, um, you know, one of the things is why our kids are young. We really have the opportunity to, to control a lot, right? We can control what we bring in the house. We can control what we buy. We can control when snack time is what's for dinner. We control a lot. And there's a lot of stuff we don't control too, right? When they go to school, when they go to a friend's house, when they're in a situation, they're at camp, whatever, right? Um, you know, I'll give you another example of, you know, I enroll her in cooking camp this summer and oh, cool. it's like amazing and it's so much fun and they're making sushi and like sauce from scratch and pasta from scratch, like stuff that I've never even done before in yeah. my life. Like, you know, and I'm the food babe. And you're in the food babe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're making everything, right? And um, and it's like, it's incredible. And, you know, they send out an email and they're like, hey, we're going to have a snack time too during the day. And I'm thinking they're going to like cut up some, some ingredient or have something that they're making as part of the snack. Yeah. No, they serve goldfish. And I'm like, <laughs> you're in a cooking class, a cooking <laughs> camp, yeah. and you're still serving goldfish to the kids. And this is what's wrong with where we are as a society, where we think goldfish is a suitable snack for a camper and cooking class. And they have the resources right there. It's the convenience. Yes. And it's just, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, like let's, what is... let's practice our knife skills. Let's cut an <laughs> apple, you know, like let's do something like that instead. As you're talking, two things are coming up. One is like specific to me that I'll get into next, but do you ever wonder if, and I know you address this in Food Babe Family that comes out in October, but if they're, I don't want to say controlled, but they have things a very certain way at home that when they go to a birthday party or when they go, I don't know, to the movies that they're going to rebel because they're not allowed to have it. And it makes it almost more enticing. And I asked this because I dealt with a lot of eating disorders and bad in quotes, food was up on a pedestal. Like, no, like, oh my gosh, I can't have it. I can't have it. And it made me want it more. It made it more tempting and enticing. Do you wonder, or do you ever worry about making them not like have it off limits at home, making that more enticing to them when they're not with you. I don't because there's not, we don't have this like no dessert rule or we don't have this like no treat rule. You can have any kind of treat as long as it has good ingredients. And so she's getting her sugar fix, right? She's eating the ice cream sandwiches that I buy that are organic at home, or she's having her chocolate in the middle of the day. Cause I won't give it to her at night. Cause she'll be up all night, <laughs> but you know, um, yeah. she you know, she's, having, she's having her lollipop. That's a yum earth lollipop or whatever. Right. She's having that, um, available to her. And she knows that if she, we're in a situation where there's like an artificially dyed product available at a, at a somewhere that I would always be in a position to say that she can have a treat later. That's like healthier or whatever. And she's okay. always, been really positive about that. And it's just been her way of life. And I think where that rebellion may come in is probably later in life, maybe when she's a teenager, Mm -hmm. Um, I could see that happening possibly, but because I've been so, I've been accepting of desserts because I have a sweet tooth. And so, you know, if she sees me having a dessert, I don't want to be a hypocrite and be like, you can't have that. Right. Or try to you know, lie to her and say, oh, that's an adult dessert or whatever, yeah. right? <laughs> Even you allowing it for yourself and not for her, you're modeling it. I speak, yeah. um, and a lot of it is on girl moms and what you're modeling for your kid. And I, like I said, I, I dealt with bulimia, anorexia, depression for at least a decade. And 
I love my mom. I'm not blaming my mom because eating disorders are like, there's a genetic component, but some of it is environment. And if you are genetically predisposed to an eating disorder and you have a mom, that's always on a scale. When you were talking about Weight Watchers, I know that my mom could eat 13 milk duds because that was enough points for her day. And instead of getting nutrients, she would eat 13 milk duds because the points and I watched that and she would always tell me, oh my God, you're so beautiful. And you're so, like, you're so fit, but it's not what you're saying to them. It's what you're saying to yourself because you're modeling it. And then she'd be on yeah. the scale like, ugh, I got to lose 10 pounds. And just looking back on it now, and after a lot of therapy, I see what that kind of conditioned me to be. And I don't want, I do want my kids to eat organic and super healthy, but specifically to in my situation and my uh, past, I don't want to give them any noise about you can only eat this way and any kind of food rules because I was so regimented and depressed and like just sad living that way. And I, I equated everything about my life with like how I looked and like how thin I was. And I don't want to be so regimented with food that my daughter specifically, who I am modeling what a woman should be to go down that path. So it's like when she asked for like a second, I know cereal is not, good, <laughs> but not sugary cereal, but like she's eating cereal and she wants another bowl of cereal. Like I'm always like, do you want to listen to your tummy or eat? Did, how does that make you feel after you eat it? And I'm, I'm so cognizant of the words I'm using and I don't ever want her to go down that road. So if I make it too regimented at home about what foods are okay and not okay, I just don't want her to struggle like I did. So I'm so yeah. worried about like there's one way they could rebel against it and, and eat bad, or she could really listen to me and be so, like you said, you want your daughter to be a kid and not be at school. Like this has this and like writing, I used to write down the calorie count of everything and I will not have that happen to her. So yeah. sometimes I let her slide nutritionally because I don't want her to be so regimented that she develops an eating disorder. More squats and margaritas in a moment. Now this. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best it's possible pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line it's possible complex specialty care that cares about your roi it's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions that's wonder made possible learn more at evernorth.com wonder guys we're moms we're not out on the town every night anymore we're chasing our toddlers through our kitchen but there are those times where you want just that little extra something. Maybe it's a girl's night, a wedding, a date night, a work event. If you're looking for that little extra confidence boost, you need Rejuvalift. 
Rejuvalift delivers dramatic results to minimize the look of lines, wrinkles, crow's feet, those 11 lines that I have between my eyebrows. I use it on the bags under my eyes. Guys, it works in four minutes and delivers results up to seven hours. I've tried it. I'm obsessed. And now Squats and Margaritas listeners can get 20% off at rejuvaliftbeauty.com using code margaritas. That's R-E-J-U-V-A liftbeauty.com and use promo code margaritas. You need this in your life. Shipping is free. You get 20% off. Go to rejuvaliftbeauty.com. Now back to squats and margaritas. Eating disorders are very complex. Um, It's a very complex thing. But what I've found is when you're eating real food and you allow your kids to eat as much real food as they want, their bodies regulate themselves. And so there's not a lot of rules that you have to have because they're eating real food. And so if they want to eat the whole stick of butter, go for it. It's their bodies are going to tell them when to stop. No, seriously. I mean, my kids have done that, right? I mean, they eat a whole stick of butter sometimes. Uh, Maybe not a whole, maybe like a half, but yeah. I mean, and you know, they're not going to get, there's no sickness going to happen from that. So um, the sickness comes in when they're eating packaged processed foods with chemicals that are, things that our bodies um, have not evolved to handle. And, you know, we're in part of this large experiment over the last 50 years is, you know, these chemicals are only like 50 years old and uh, our food system has been inundated with them over 10,000 of them. And these are things that our bodies weren't supposed to consume. And that's why I believe that we're seeing so much high rates of disease um, in the human population, especially in America, um, because these chemicals all have consequences to them. They don't have a nutritional purpose. So if they have a purpose, like make sure that they don't harm the body, but a lot of times they do, which is really scary. And you mentioned your kids and how they eat. Can you give me just a sample day of like what sure. you make them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Okay, perfect. Yeah. So this morning, <laughs> let's talk about breakfast. Yes. So, um, oh, so steel cut my- oats. I already know this one. You're yeah, just- yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's funny too. Oats are getting like this. Anyways, it's hilarious. There's this whole like faction online right now. They're coming against oats as Ooh. not being healthy. Can I ask, and I think I heard it from you that non-organic oats are sprayed with Roundup? Yes. Yes. So if you're eating non-organic oats that are instant, yes, Quaker instant non-organic oats is probably not the best breakfast for you because it's, it's going to have high levels of glyphosate, but also the instant variety of oats gets processed by the body very quickly. And so it can raise your blood sugar. Mm. Instead, what I do is I buy organic sprouted steel cut oats. And I love this brand from one degree. And I, I put it in my slow cooker overnight. It takes 30 seconds and I have the creamiest, delicious oatmeal in the morning, just oatmeal and water. And then I top it off with fresh ground flaxseed and I'll grind the flaxseed myself, put it in a jar and stick it in the fridge for a week. And I'll just grind it every week like that, because over time, when you start off with like, if you were to buy ground flaxseed at the store, once you open that bag, it goes rancid very quickly. Mm -hmm. It's been ground for a long time. So you want to grind it yourself. You could top it with chia seeds, some almond butter, some other kind of fat, walnuts, whatever, fruit, 
And my kids love that. And I just like yeah. having something ready first thing in the morning when they wake totally. up, because a lot of times they wake up and they're just like, I need to eat. And, and so they get the egg I, of waffles because it's fast. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. But then I also, we also make pancakes. Like this morning we made those pancakes from Arrowwood mills or whatever. Okay. And, you know, I just whipped them up real quick, put the banana and the egg in there. And I use coconut milk, like coconut milk out of a can yep. um, for additional fat. And they love those things. And my daughter, she's been sitting at my desk lately while I'm doing Instagram and like work. And so she sees all these videos and so somebody was making pancakes and they were topping them off with almond butter and they put sprinkles on them. And she's like, mom, can we please make those? <laughs> so we did that this morning. She did the almond butter and she took natural sprinkles and put a couple on top. And I was like, go for it. And then we made some chicken sausages. We love this company called Belinsky's. It's an organic brand. They okay. don't use a casing, which. Love that. I don't love casing. I feel no. like it's kind of tough, right? Yes. Um, but they have this ch chicken sausage that's sage flavor. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Um, my kids love it. They're getting that protein in the morning. They're getting the fruit from the oatmeal and, and the, yeah. the soluble fiber from the oatmeal. The flax seeds are getting omega-3 fatty acids. The pancakes, you know, they're getting pancakes and a little bit of egg, banana, and that flour. Uh, Sorry, what do they, what drink? do they drink at breakfast? Milk? Water. 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 Yeah. Organic My, little, my little baby's still breastfeeding, so he's okay. just- he has breast milk, but first thing water. in the morning when he wakes up, but water. Yeah. They both okay. drink water pretty much all I, day. What about organic? So my kids drink water except for a breakfast. They have a cup of organic 2% milk in the morning with breakfast and with dinner and then water. They don't drink sodas or juice or anything, but what is, is milk, organic milk? Is there something that I'm missing? I there? would go full fat and raw if you could with your okay. milk. Yeah. Why is that? I don't, because it's, the fat has, it's, is really high in vitamin A. Okay. And that actually is so beneficial to your brain, especially kids development brains. And the full fat is going to be really beneficial to them. So is that I when would, they, I'm sorry, when they say DHA, like added, I don't like things that are added, but it's like the, D, the DHA for brain health, they have it like on the horizon organic boxes. Well, it should have some DHA in it if you're doing grass fed anyway. So I don't think you need additional. Okay. So like, okay, just perfect. make sure you're buying grass fed milk. If yep. it's raw, even better. Okay. Um, I would go whole milk, you know, and I don't think they need to have it two times a day. Okay. They like it. I don't think they, they do to. like it. They like my milk. kids don't drink any milk. They get all of their protein and fat from other things. So okay. they, they, my, my daughters never drink any cow's milk ever. So okay. unless it's and, an ice cream, <laughs> unless it's, a, it's cool with an ice cream sandwich. Um, yeah. you said you have another trick for uh, breakfast. And yeah. I so, so one of the things that I love, well, not just for breakfast, but like I love to do with my cooking is I like to use a variety of flowers all the time. Like sometimes yeah. I will use white flour, but sometimes I'll use almond flour, or sometimes I'll use buckwheat flour mixed with spelt flour. And I like to like vary it up. So they're not always having one type of flour. They're yeah. getting different nutrients. They're getting exposed to different flavors they're getting different things. And so not all the time are they going to get like a white flour muffin. Their muffin okay. might be made with oat flour one day, you know? So it's every single time I try to like make it different. And you'll find that in my recipes, like in Food Babe okay. Kitchen and Food Babe Family that's coming out. You'll see that I'm using different flours a lot of times and mixtures of flours so that it's different. And you're in the child's getting different nutrition from those flours. Do they question it? Are they like, mom, this they doesn't don't. taste? Well, <laughs> sometimes. So my six-year-old is, is getting smarter. 
she's getting smarter <laughs> in that when we go to, you know, on vacation or something and they make pancakes. So like, so in Italy, we, we had like breakfast included with our stay. So I was Amazing. like, okay, this is great. You know, we're <laughs> going to have breakfast at this buffet every day. And they would make pancakes for the kids. Well, every day she was like, so excited about these pancakes, like way more excited than I've like ever seen her about pancakes. So I'm like, okay, what's going on with these pancakes? Well, I like eat one bite of these pancakes and I'm like, are you kidding me? This what? is cake. Like it was straight <laughs> up cake. There was no pan about it, right? It was cake. And I was like, no wonder she's freaking out about these, <laughs> these pancakes, right? And so she's like, oh, these are so much better than the ones at home. Well, of course they are, you right. know? Um, it's funny, Italians have this way of making everything sweeter, but like, you know, it's, it's, they usually tend to use like more natural ingredients, but like even their croissants, they had sprinkled powdered sugar on top. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, like it's yeah. a croissant. <laughs> you don't need powdered sugar on top. But anyway, Agreed. so um, so she is getting smarter about that, but that's okay. only when we eat out. So, okay. but you know, when she's in the, in the r- routine of eating at home, she's good. Now that yeah. she's back in school, what's in her lunchbox? Okay. So she loves having some type of roasted vegetables. And I love that too, which is just so cool. And so what yes. I'll do, because roasted vegetables don't get as slimy and gross as like a steamed vegetable or something like that, what I'll right. do is I'll roast them first thing in the morning and I throw them in her lunchbox. And by the time she eats them, they're like, they're fine and she loves them. So I'll roast broccoli cauliflower, whatever, Brussels sprouts, she will eat those. Right. So that's like one of her sides. And then I usually make a huge pot of tolerant pasta, which is a lentil pasta. It's like Mm -hmm. one ingredient, red lentil pasta with some tomato sauce. And then I'll use ground Turkey meat in there too. And sometimes I'll even puree additional vegetables in the sauce. Just to have extra. And she didn't know. She she doesn't she eats so many vegetables on her own that I don't have to do that to her. I did have to do that at one point to my son, but he's back on the train now. So (laughs) it took it took some, you know, convincing. But but yeah, so he, you know, she will eat that. So I'll put that in a thermos. I'll warm it up in the morning and put it in a thermos. And then I always put like some kind of like really fun thing to eat as well, like dried fruit or, you know, fresh fruit or something like that. And they're not allowed to have any kind of cookie, sweet, chocolate, candy, nothing. It's like a rule at the school, which is, I love it. So there's no debate about like what goes in that little middle compartment. That's like, you know, the candy compartment. So there's no debate about that, which is nice. So, and then when she gets home, she knows at three o'clock she can have like a little treat. What is that treat? So usually I'll make um, some kind of fruit plate. We'll have maybe some beet chips. I love these like rhythm dried beet chips. And then, you know, maybe cheese and crackers or something like that. And then she'll have like a piece of chocolate or something. Like she has this candy section in our pantry that she organizes herself. And, you know, the funny thing is I had that same candy you know, shelf, but I hid it from my parents when I was little. See. And so I love the fact that she does it like where we can see it. Yeah. Organizes like any kind of candy she gets from someone, or if we get something on vacation or whatever, she takes it and puts it in that section and she just, you know, decides when she wants to eat it. And yeah. So what do you order her at a restaurant? You go out to dinner. What does she get? Usually I always order a fish um, some kind of fish and then whatever vegetables they have. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we'll probably, if, 
we're going out to a restaurant is because we, we don't normally eat out like a lot. So like yeah. when we're home, um, when we're traveling, obviously we do a lot, but, um, when we're home, we usually don't eat out a lot. So sometimes we'll splurge and get like French fries and, um, you know, that'll be like her one, like big treat kind of thing, you know, and then usually like the French fries, fish and vegetables. Yeah. That's like a normal thing totally. we would order. Cause like, it, they're always like, they have buttered noodles for, and I see people just, just eat buttered noodles every single time their kids go out to eat. Because yeah. Like, we, we, yeah. So no like, nutrition. so that's one thing that I did from the very start is I let her eat what we were eating Yeah. so that she wouldn't be like, well, am I getting chicken nuggets or pizza today or yes. whatever? Like after that's the amazing. kids menu, right. Where in Europe, it was really great because the, the kids menu was amazing. They had like mini filet mignon and mini fish, oh like, you know, all sorts of things. Right. And then in Switzerland, they had like fancy chicken nuggets called schnitzel and like, you know, it's funny because I'm like, you know, now that I'm back, I'm just going to call chicken nuggets schnitzel. Yeah. Schnitzel. <laughs> schnitzel. I can't even say it right now. Schnitzel. Call it whatever you want. You're the yeah, yeah, but it, I mean, it is. It's like, you know, pounded chicken fried, yeah. right? It's just thinner, right? Yeah. It's just it's funny. But anyway, it's different. So it's the novelty. It. Yeah. We tried it there. She's like, this is awesome, mom. I was like, yeah, I know. It's now fried. we have it at home. So yeah. what if you didn't do that for somebody that maybe didn't start letting the kids eat what they were eating and have very picky eaters. Um, I know you have tips in your book. Can you give me one? How do you deal with a picky eater? Like, how do you bring them on back on the train? Like you said, your son, my son is off the yeah. train. He's nowhere near the train. Yeah. How do I get him so, on the train? So, so this is funny. So like my son would eat all the vegetables I would cook for him and like everything I would cook. But as soon as we would go on vacation and somebody else would cook the food, he wouldn't touch it. And I talked to my pediatrician about this and I was like, what is the deal? And she goes, Bonnie, you are stronger than squishy. We have a nickname for my, my son. Cause he just grew up really fast. Squishy. <laughs> and she goes, you are stronger than squishy. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, he is smarter than you. He's trying to, you know, flex and you need to yeah. be smarter than him. And I was like, really? I was like, it doesn't have anything to do with the way it's cooked or it tastes different. Da, da, da. She's like, no, you need to lay down the law. You're going to eat this and that's it. And you We're can't be available with the other things that you know he's going to eat. You can't have those available. You have to be stern. And she was right. She was Ooh. 100% right. So the next vacation we took, I used that approach and it worked. He ate every single vegetable. And if he didn't, it's like, you that's all you get. There's no, yeah, I'm like, you're not going to get any pizza or French fries or this other bread that's coming, you know, in a minute for all of us, unless you eat this. And that was it. I interviewed a mom of 10, if you can believe it. And I was like, how do you, I'm like, how do you do all the things? And she's like, I said, what does dinner look like? And she's like, we do this whole thing. And I, um, uh, pasta. And it's like, obviously family style. Is her name Jordan. Um, her name is Jane. Ma Jane uh, okay. It's, okay. I didn't know. Okay. I busy, just 10 I busy bees, I think is her oh Instagram handle. Oh my gosh. Hi, okay. Jane. 10 um, kids. Wow. 10 kids. And I said, well, what if somebody doesn't eat it? She says, I always offer a no thank you cereal. So you can eat this or you can have a no thank you cereal. And I was like, in my mind, I'm like, my daughter will have no thank you cereal every single night. If she has that option, it's the no thank you cereal. I can't give her the option, but it's like, eat it. That's what's for dinner. And sometimes like She's actually gotten really, uh, really good about it. My son is pickier. He'll be like, great, I'm done. And I'm like, if you're done, that's it. That's dinner. He'll go to bed. He's like, fine. He won't eat. And then I'm like, well, that one's supposed to work like that. Like <laughs> come back and eat it. He will just go to bed and not, he's so picky. I need your book. I know it comes out in October, but I need to get him just interested. And then, like you said, they go to school and 
our school doesn't have that rule. And everybody else has like Lunchables and things. And then he feels like he sees what they have. And then he sees what he has and he doesn't want yeah. that. And so I think can't a keep lot him of, in a bubble. <laughs> right. So yeah, there's a lot, you know, one of the things that you can, you can kind of start to change their interest about food is to try to give them more control. So taking them to the grocery store, letting them pick the vegetable or the fruit that you're going to have that day or week or whatever, letting them have more control. And I think at that age, it is about control, yeah. um, you know? And so like, if you can involve him more of like, Hey, like, should we use, you know, in these pancakes today, should we use this flour or this flour? What would you like to use? And like, you know, it, you know, this red sprinkle or blue sprinkle or whatever, right. True. You know, um, whatever you can do to get him more engaged and interested in that product ahead of time, I think can help. And it's so, so with vet, you know, with vegetables, you know, the thing is, is there's a specific palette for vegetables. And one of the things that I did with my kids very early on was I introduced them to all the vegetables first before yeah. I even did fruits so that they wouldn't have wow. just the sweet taste in their brain. Right. Yeah. But that brain can be quickly rewired. If you get off track, you know, if you start going on vacation and they're having sweet things all the time or whatever, like it can, it can really fall apart quickly. So I think the same is true that you can put the train back on and you can get them accustomed to vegetables, but you just got to learn how to cook them. I want people to know that like you can cook it in a tasty, delicious way and yes. love it and eat it. Yes. Always serve vegetables first. So there's um, a healthy, you know, there's a health reason for this, which is when you coat your digestive system with vegetables first, the fiber, the blood sugar response is much lower. So there's an, there's an actual health reason for this, but also there's a reason from the fact of you're getting the nutrition in the body first, then they have the protein, then they have the starch and you serve it in that way. And I've always done that from the very beginning where like the first course we all eat as a family are the vegetables. And oh. a lot of times my husband complains about this because he's like, I want to have the cabbage with my salmon and my rice and da-da-da, I want to mix it all up. That's and me. Da-da-da. I'm a pairing. I like it you all. Know, you know, yes. like, <laughs> and, and that's fine. You can wait <laughs> to eat then, but we're, we're going to eat the vegetables first, especially while my two-year-olds too, right? Oh now God. that my daughter's older, it doesn't matter anymore. Like she'll always just eat the vegetables first on her, on her plate because she's accustomed to that. Right. Yes. Um, it, you know, but with my two-year-old, we're still teaching him that like, you need to eat your vegetables. Like it's very important to have this variety of vegetables in your diet. I never thought of doing courses. Like we have those places that have all the different compartments and yeah. he just eats the fruit. It's God. Now it's like a light ball. He goes to the fruit and I'm like, it yeah. stops filling up on the fruit because you have to eat your protein and your vegetable. And that's the last thing he eats, but it's an option. Yeah. So we, we don't serve fruit until it, we serve fruit as dessert. Always. courses. I love Always. that. Yes, and I can make it courses. fun, like a restaurant, your first course we're having, and they'll think it's, yeah. yes, I give them the whole thing and then it's up to them. And yeah. he never, it's always no. the last thing that he eats. No, you need to have courses. a little bit more control than that. And, 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 you yes. know, there's probably some dietitians and other people that are like, oh gosh, this is just, you know, too much, blah, blah, blah. And that's fine. You can think that about this, this way, but this really does work. I love it. I'm adopting well it. I wanted to do like get into branding so badly. I don't have the time. I maybe need to have you come back to do branding just while the last couple of minutes, I wanted to just throw out just some questions that I had. I know processed foods are dead foods and you should shop the perimeter. What about organic processed foods, like an Annie's brand? Well, here's the thing with Annie's. More squats and margaritas in a moment. Now this. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. 
Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now back to squats and margaritas. It's still a processed food. It yeah. still has more sugar than you want to consume. And it's also got most likely natural flavors. And the reason why I want to talk about this label, natural flavors that you see on ingredient labels, is because it could mean thousands of chemicals behind that one ingredient. Because the FDA allows food manufacturers to use natural flavors to describe any flavoring that they're adding that comes from a quote unquote natural source. That means also made in a laboratory to create the one millionth best part of a taste and can contain thousands of chemicals behind that one label. And so for me, that ingredient in a product always hijacks your brain, makes yes. something that wouldn't otherwise taste good, taste really, good. really good <laughs> yeah. and make you want to eat another one and another one and another one. And that's the problem with processed foods in that we're eating more than what we should be eating. Whereas like when you eat real food, your brain automatically turns off the hunger hormone and says you're full and you're satiated and you don't have those sensory things going on in your brain all the time. You're just making me think when I was in my mess, like with my eating, I would get these cookies. I'm using quotes that were like low carb, uh, high protein, no sugar cookies tasted like garbage. I would eat the whole container of them because I would just keep eating it. And I was never like satiated. And now I say in the morning, like with my coffee, you won't love this, but sometimes I have a cookie and I don't even eat the whole thing because I'm satisfied. Cause it's a real cookie. It's not all the like low yeah. carb, like all the stuff that they have to put in it because it's a diet cookie. I, I feel satiated. I feel like I have hunger cues. And before I would yeah, just- Yeah, because you're eating, getting like, you're eating real butter. Nutrition. You're eating real yes. like eggs in there and like Actual, everything, right? Real food, not dead foods. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, that is bullshit. Natural flavors. I would be like, that's going in my cart. I can't yeah. believe that. So yeah. you feel, you you want to keep eating more and you feel like you're doing good yeah. because it says natural flavors. I'm so glad. Well, you, you know, that. I just did like a little investigation on like organic snack bars and like, yeah. I couldn't believe how many of them have these natural flavors added to them. And it's one of the reasons why I created my company, Truvani in the mm-hmm. bar that we created, because I wanted to use ingredients that you would find in your own kitchen. I mean, that's how the whole bar started. Like I started making these bars at my house, I hated how packaged bars tasted. I always felt like they were dry and like chalky or they didn't taste good or they had an aftertaste. Like I never liked them. And I started making these bars in my own kitchen. We eventually like went through a a million iterations and two years later, and we came up with the Trubani only bar. And it was just like, it, it, it tasted actually good because we're using real ingredients. We're not using any of these filler ingredients or other chemicals added to the food. And so Anyways, when you those. eat a Truvani bar, it's like eating real food because it's like made out of dates and nuts and, you know, that kind of maple syrup. So where do we get those? Um, 
everywhere. Well, I wait, am I allowed to say it? Yeah, sure. Uh Why not? Sprouts (laughs) is going to start carrying them. Yes. I'll just say it. Yes. It's very exciting. So there are a lot of places and you can use our, our store finder on truebonnie.com or you can get them online or at Amazon. Amazing. I am just so in awe, just as a mompreneur myself, like the brand that you built and to something that you're so passionate about and to see like results from it. And you've made changes in society or something that you're passionate about. And you get to do this as your job. Like you had this corporate job and now you get to do something you're passionate about, make a difference. And you have created, I mean, you what three books, Truvani, like a product line, it is goals. And like, I am, I just, I see you and I, I am just in awe of what you've built. Oh, and maybe you. you come back and do branding because I didn't get to any of that. Yeah, no, no, I would love to come back. The worst thing that you could be serving your kid. I mean, I'm sure it's like red 40, yellow six, something that like you see moms and you're like, you have to stop or how dangerous this is. And it's a widely accepted food that moms are giving their kids. Is there anything that comes to mind that you're like, you stop buying this or people don't realize how harmful it is. We talked about goldfish. I really feel strongly about goldfish. Even Annie's like like cheddar bunnies. Well, they, they still have, they still have ingredients in there that I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't feed my kids all the time. There is an alternative that just came out. Hmm? That is amazing. (laughs) Amazing. Oh my gosh. I just, I want to shout them through the rooftops because they're so good. (laughs) Uh, I had a bowl of them last night. Uh, Simple Mills just came out with this baked cheese cracker called Popums. Okay. They freaking made this out of organic butternut squash and they taste like a goldfish. Simple Mill Popums. Yes. Done. Uh, shocked, <laughs> shocked at how good these things are. They are that good. approved. Yes. Oh my gosh. No, I would eat those. Um, but again, this is like a snacky snack thing, right? Um, so worst food, I would say either like a Takis. Like I just I was going to say, I saw your reel on Takis. Yes, Takis. I, I didn't realize so many kids are into these things. They're uh, spicy. Takis, yeah, yeah you wouldn't think. They're really bad for your body. Oh my um, gosh. Okay. Another one, like Gatorade or any kind of like juice kind of yeah. spiked with all of these artificial ingredients. Like that would be really on top of my list. I was, I was judging one of my friends recently for letting their little kids drink Coca-Cola, you know, I mean, mean, thinking of things that I've seen lately that I'm like, Oh no, like Coke is like the worst thing ever. And I know that. And I'm saying, I don't know about ingredients, but obviously like the, the things that I'm like high sugar, like, uh, sodas and things like that. I'm just wondering, what am I missing? This like something that maybe is not so, well-known that this is awful. Do you know those little bites? Those yes. little like yes, I muffins? Can picture them. Yes. Those things, those, everything in that aisle. It's oh. not even an aisle. They put it in the middle of the aisle so that everybody buys them. Like literally they're not in their own aisle. They're in front of the milk in their own little section. <laughs> yep. And they're buy one, get one free. And there's going to be a re so you just stock up for your yeah. pantry and you have kids over. Yes. My sister has a huge thing of little bites right now. Have her listen to this. I could talk to you for the rest of the day. Hopefully you'll come back to talk about branding, but I want to finish with your new book um, that's coming out in October, Food Babe Family. Tell us what it is and where we can get it. 
So it comes out on October 17th and you can go to foodbabe.com and get all the information there. Right now, we are going to give away like some amazing bonuses if you pre-order it. So if you're listening to this before October 17th and you pre-order it, you're going to get some amazing bonuses. And if you listen to it after October 17th, there'll be some bonuses too, but not as good. But please get the book because the first full half section is about what I do in all of the challenging situations when we travel, when we're at school functions, why we're at school, like what we're doing with my kids, like in this over-processed world we live in, what I did when I found out my, my, my daughter's school was serving Domino's pizza every Friday, what I did <laughs> to solve that problem and like yeah. so many other things that I share in there. And then it includes a hundred new recipes and there's a picture for each recipe. So you know what it looks like. Oh my and God recipes and they don't take a long time because I don't have a long time to spend in the kitchen. And there are a lot of recipes you can make in advance and you can batch it and you can freeze it. And Truvani, which I thought was just like product line, like your bars, it's like you have deodorant, you have a toothpaste. Where do people find more about that? Protein powder. Yes. Um, Truvani.com, T-R-U-V-A-N-I.com. And you can get the world's best tasting protein powder with the least amount of unnecessary chemicals. It's USDA certified organic. Same with our bar, the only bar. Check it out. We have six different flavors. I'm getting the powder and I'm getting the book on October 17th. And I'm going to pre-order the book and get all the freebies that come with it. It is an absolute pleasure to have you on Spots and Margaritas. You're an icon. You are mompreneur goals. And I cannot thank you enough for being here. Well, thank you so much, Erin. You're, you're, you're over the top sweet. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the Squats and Margaritas podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And I'll see you next week for a brand new episode of Squats and Margaritas.